I'll just have an announcement about next week, um, but I'll save it for the end. Sound okay? Yeah, fine. Everything is good. Okay, okay. everybody. Say, um, say. Um, so today is our fourth and final uh, session together. Um, and it's really the other half of the coin of what we began to uh, discuss yesterday. When I mentioned yesterday that we have to look at Emuna and Bitachon. And yesterday we were talking more about Emuna, and we described Emuna as how to interpret events. Right? So really believe that Akadibarhu is in charge of the events in our lives, and that every, everything that happens, not only in our lives, everything that happens in the world is right, based on, it comes from him. It's right, and uh, But that doesn't necessarily bring us to a proper Bitachon. The proper bitachon means it's as we said, it's how to live your life with the knowledge of the emuna, with the knowledge that emuna gives you. But how are we going to live our lives, right? And in a way which reflects the knowledge and the, and the insights that we have from our emuna. So, so let's start reading a little bit together on page Reish Pei Vav. And then we'll try to speak about it a little bit more after that. Okay, so page Reish Pei Vav. Right? Right? A life of Bitachon and Histamchut to be Somech, to be relying, completely reliant upon HaKadosh Baruch who's guiding us and, and, and guiding the world. So again, we're talking about Sefer Tehillim. What do we learn from Sefer Tehillim? What, what, what attitudes, right, what emotions can we should we be trying to develop within ourselves in order to uh, live the kind of lives that Akkadish Baruch wants us to live, a life of Bitochon. Akkadish Baruch wants us to live a life of Bitochon. So he says as follows, One of the central themes, Ha'ovrim k'chut ha'shani ben kol mizmarei, that goes through a like the scarlet thread that ties everything together. Walking together with Hakadosh living constantly with the kingship of Hashem in our lives. To see everything that happens. In as hashgacha, as right, and hanhaga, a clear hanhaga from a kodesh baruch hu, mechuvenet, and it's intentional. It's something that doesn't happen by accident. It's not haphazard. It's something that he wants. Kimat kolam is marimos kim binyanaze. So so far, right, we haven't gone beyond emuna, but he says as follows: B'torah bayisod zeh b'dorim k'tarim b'parshat ekev, yishamer lecha pentishkachet Hashem elokecha. Hashem, right? The first thing is that we have to be careful not to forget the presence of Hashem in our lives. Pentochal visavata, because lest you eat and become satiated. Veram levavecha, you become haughty in your heart. And you'll think about your successes in life. You'll think about how you got to where you got, and you'll ascribe it to your talents. You ascribe it to your superior. Understanding uh, because I'm a smart guy, because I I know how to invest my money, because I got the right education, because therefore 
I put myself in a situation where I'm going to succeed and I am succeeding. That is exactly the opposite of what the Torah wants from us. The Torah says that's called forgetting about Hashem. Right? Hashem Remembering Hashem is kihu that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the one who gives you the koach. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the one who, if you're smart, put the thoughts in your head. And if you had a good idea, right, you have to recognize that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the one who is helping you and, and, and presenting you with the ideas so that you're going to go ahead and do it. B'tilim, so this is in the Pesach, but B'tilim, right, in Tilim this comes out Right, a much broader, right, much more expansive explanation. The Mizmorim of Tilim guide us, they direct us to how we can have Sha'ananut. Sha'ananut is tranquility, calm, to be, to be together with Hashem in a very calm and secure way. So here, here this is the contrast. It's not only speaking about emuna, right? does and guides everything. It's the bitachon of a person who feels secure and he feels that he can rely on the chazdei Hashem. And he hopes, but it's more than hopes. He expects, he feels confident that this is what's going to happen. Because he has this clear understanding that it's only upon Hashem that we could rely. And with certain bitachon, and we bring many, many psuchim here, which we don't have to read all of them, but our forefathers right, had bitachon in you, and you Saved them. They cried out to you, and then they were they were escaped. They they had bitachon in you, and they weren't embarrassed. That's right. Many many psukim, and just skipping down to the next paragraph, right, the well known. Uh, we say this uh, very often. Hashem roi lo Even in times of stress, right, even in times of darkest of times, I do not fear ki atayimadi. And then skipping down to the final pasuk here, uh, right before the end of the par- at the end of the paragraph, David Amelech describes his bitachon and Hashem like a child who is reliant upon his mother. If I don't perceive and and my soul is silent, meaning my soul is calm because I perceive myself to be like a child, like a child by, by his mother. You hold on to my right hand. So what we're describing here is a sense of security. Who is holding on to our hands. Just like a child, when he's crossing a busy street, can feel secure if he's holding his mother's hand. So we're crossing busy streets, and we got cars whizzing by, and everything is, and and, and the world is a, is a tough place, and the world, there's lots of dangers and lots of things going around around us. But if we have that sense that Hashem is holding onto our hands, and that is 
what is required of us. Bitachon is a mitzvah. Bitachon is not something, it's not an option. Okay, I can live with bitachon. I can't live with, with bitachon. You can live, right? Bitachon is a mitzvah. And the mitzvah requires us to learn and to, right? and the more we we, we, we say these mitzvahs to them and we study them and we think about them, so then they become a reality for us. So just in terms of what we can think about, okay, obviously, to talk about bitachon, we uh, there's you heard Shurim before, and there's you know, I, I can't summarize uh, you know shara bitachon of the chovas avobas in, in, in the six minutes that are left, right? But the but well, just a couple of very very fundamental ideas that we should always be taking away with ourselves. Hakadosh Baruch Hu is first of all tovu meitiv. Hakadosh Baruch Hu is good and does good. There is nothing, right? Lo yitzet or rami from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Right, the pasuk says, right, that nothing bad comes from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Hakadosh Baruch Hu is looking. Every interaction that he has with the world is for the purpose of hatava. Is for the purpose of bestowing good. He's tov and he's meitiv. Right? It can take various forms, right? And sometimes the forms can can be less pleasant. They can be painful. Right? But that doesn't detract from the fact that we are experienced hatava, and that we have to have a deep emuna that Hu is metiv in everything that happens to us. The second thing that we always have to remember is that Hu is koyachol. Hu is omnipotent. He can do everything. He can do anything. There is nothing beyond Hu's power. If we remember those two things, so then we're we we, we have a pretty good start and. In trying to live lives of bitachon, because it, something could be seem far fetched, and difficult to do, but there's nothing that that can't be right. And there's nothing that's difficult for Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and so he could be mitovametiv and and go and and he wants he wants our, our good. The only thing that we have to be aware of and be careful of is that it depends right, the the degree of bitachon that we have. Depends on or the degree of hashgacha that we have. Depends on how we relate to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and the Chovas Avavos and many others bring the pasuk in, in, in the Shira Malos that we say, Hashem Tzilcha Al Yad Yaminecha. Hakadosh Baruch Hu is your shadow, is the shadow. He reflects you, Al Yad Yaminecha. And the Chazals tell us that just like your tzail, if a person holds up. One finger, so then you see one finger, everybody sees five fingers. Hold up five fingers, you see five fingers. So what we show to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, how we relate to him, is how he relates to us back. And just as we said yesterday, that we have to develop the ability to hear what HaKadosh Baruch Hu is telling us, and the, the trained ear can hear things that if you're not training, or you don't train yourself, you won't be able to hear. So we have to also be training ourselves to experience uh, this, to put ourselves in the into that world of bitacha. If we put ourselves into that world of hashgacha and we, and we look for the hashgacha and we believe in the in the hashgacha, so then the hashgacha comes to us. If chas v'shalom, we remove ourselves, so then, so then it's removed, and so then Hashem says, "Okay, you, you think you can do it on your own? Okay, let's see how you do." Right? And that's the idea. A person who starts investing in and believing in his own powers, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, okay, if you think that you can do it, you have the koach to do it. Let's see what, if you have the koach to do it. 
And then you're left to your own devices, you're left to the Teva, you're left to all kinds of random things that happen because of this way HaKadosh Baruch Hu runs the world. Somebody who wants to have the Ashgacha right, needs to place himself in that world of Ashgacha. He needs to put himself in the world of Bitochan. Hashem Tzilcha Ayad Yeminecha. So, there are many gradations, obviously. There are many madregos. Right? If we study, uh, just go looking at the, uh, for those of you who studied the Mechdavei Melio, he, he describes in Kuntras HaBitochon, he describes five different levels of Bitochon that, that we could have. And there are many more in between, but there are five basic levels. Right? Everybody is encouraged to uh, to open up their Mechdavei Melio, strive for truth, and, and the first volume, and, and, and see how, how how Reb Desler places it, right? There are many gradations, but I would say that it, until you've tasted the life of Bitochon, you won't appreciate the following uh, following kind of statement that I'm going to make, but I'm going to say it. The quality of your life, how good a life you live, how gishmak a life you live, how pleasant your experience in Olam Hazeh is, right? And, and how well things will turn out for you, and you will see blessing in every aspect of your life, that's going to be measured by the quality of your bitachon. And the quality of your bitachon is going to be a measure of and a determinant of how how you live your life. Because ultimately, right, right, as, as the first Sif and Shulchan Aruch says, the, the Ramah quotes, he quotes the Rambam, Shivisi Hashem Lenegdi Tamid, Right? Our whole idea is that our whole lives should be placed around this idea that we are aware of God's presence in our midst. We're, we're aware of it. We feel his, his presence. And the more we feel his presence, so the more we feel that we're connected to something eternal. We're connected to something meaningful. We're connected to, to something which can give us meaning, can give us everlasting life. And that Shivisi Hashem Lanegdi Tami is going to make the difference about whether we stumble through life just getting hit by the random forces of life, or whether HaKadosh Baruch Hu will be standing next to us and holding our hands, right, just like the mother is crossing the street with her baby, and we should be zocha to growth, steady growth, in the area of developing a relationship with Hashem, being boteach b'ashem, and as the Pesach says, boteach b'ashem, chesed Somebody's boteach b'ashem, he will have chesed surrounding him for his whole life. Old truth. That was so nice, Rabbi. Okay, thank you. Any questions? Any comments? A lot to take in, but no one go anywhere. I just want to share good news that we're going to continue learning together next week. Um, Rabbi Karlinski is going to be going through a piece from Rav Asher Weiss on Emunah and Bitachon that he found to be personally meaningful when he was going through a challenging time uh, over the past, you know, past year or so. And so we will be uh, working through that together starting next week. And I look forward to, to sharing those uh, source sheets with you and seeing everybody back together again next Monday. Remember, we don't meet on Sunday. Okay, my friends. Okay, good. It has been great seeing you and being together with you for this last few days. And again, I thank Donna for helping arrange all of this. And Vizrat Hashem.
continue to learn Torah together for many, many long years together. Amen. Shabbat shalom. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. My pleasure.